Welcome to the How Far Podcast with your boy Shay Show Me and La Lolade. That's Lolastic, aka. So we are here, we are yeah. back. We know you guys have been waiting for this. Yes. We saw you, you saw the comments. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes. We have a very interesting episode for you. We do? Yes, we do. Okay. You know what? Because one, I will make you jealous because mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about. The holiday, my trip. Yes. Lola was busy. So she's going to touch on that. Uh, we were in Ghana. We we're in yes. Nigeria separately. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's it'll be good to... Yeah, two different dynamics. Exactly. It'll be yeah. good to hear that, right? Um, so yeah, Nigeria election is coming up. Yes. I have a lot to say about that. Um, and we have some interesting things to even play for you. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to jump into that real quick and kind of like bring it down a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. how's your hair yeah, going? What's happened so far? Mm-hmm. What's 2019 looking for you? Yes. All right. So stay tuned. Yes. All right. So my year so far, yeah, even man. though it's only February, um, oh. I just got back. I, what's that? <laughs> IJGB. I'm just about to say that. Like <laughs> there was so much memes like making fun of like all these. I just got back conversations. But Listen, yeah, we so must be it? really taking over IJGB. I, I'm at the point where okay, so the way I did my trip for going to Nigeria and Ghana, yeah, very simple. Um, I knew I wanted to go after the whole traffic of everyone from that London, December, okay, you know, that December wave. wave. I, I didn't want to really be in it because I've done it already. Gotcha. I started at a young age, I started at like 21 or so, yeah. I've done the party in the clubs, the disco, and back at 5 a.m. or whatever. So I was like, listen, I'm over it. So what I did was I had a program already in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I went from Tampa, and then I booked my flight to leave to Ghana so, um, for Afrochella. Afrochella was on the 29th. So I booked my ticket to come back to New York on the 26th, giving myself like three days before the festival. So I flew in on that Wednesday, yeah. I got to New York at 9 a.m. My flight for Ghana was at 6.50 p.m. So I had plenty of leg room. Mm-hmm. So I made sure to purchase insurance because anything can happen, right? You tell it. So with all of that leg room and whatnot, I was like, okay, but then I needed this and then I needed that and then my nail broke. So I went to go do my <laughs> nail and this, not a third. Long story be- short. Be- before your flight, yeah? Before my flight. Same day. Same day. I'm telling you. And then even with that, my dad was like, Lola D, before you leave my house, I need the number. I need the address. The festival that you say you are going to do, I need that information as well. Pops. Mind you, I'm already running late. Pops looking out. Listen, you just I said it to like, him while you're on the plane. Well, I said the same thing. In. He was like, No, I want you to write it down before you walk out this house. I was like, Yo. It's true, though. You never know what could happen. True. God it's not that I wasn't going to give it to him. It's the yeah. fact that I was ready on crunch time. But you know what's crazy, though? Mm-hmm. Parents always freaking ask you to do things when you're about to step nah, out. Nah, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's not even his fault. It was my fault because he been asked. I just... <laughs> he just didn't follow I, through. I just procrastinated. And long but story the, short, but, mm-hmm. if y'all follow me online, I already done told the story on how I missed my flight by one minute. Yeah. Because of I had to, you know, the check-in bag is two hours before. Before. Even though I checked in online, I didn't drop my bag. You drop the bag off. And whatever. So, you know, missed it. But it was all cool. I was still able to get a direct flight. So rather than stopping in France for five hours, mm-hmm. they now put me on just a direct from so Good Night New York to Good Morning. Did you have to buy another ticket? or No, they, they just rebooked me. 
they just rebooked Booked me. You. Okay. Um, I was very you, nice about it. Did you buy the ticket directly from the airline? Yeah, I brought it on Delta. That's why the mistake I did, and uh-huh. I'll probably never do again, mm-hmm. is buying tickets from all these party. third party uh-huh. because then it it does you don't get the guarantee if something happens the you know the airline will be able to help re- yeah. help you and. And that's what happened to me. Oh, no. I Because I, uh, I couldn't get on my flight either. Really? Yes. Well, that was a long story. Oh, We're not going to get into that. Oh, God. But, you know, that was, that was my journey. It was an amazing um, experience. I documented the whole thing. So, where, enough. so where did you go first? This I went to Ghana. How was Ghana? Ghana was amazing. I'm not even going to lie. It was so hot. Of course. It's, <laughs> it's Africa. Africa. <laughs> right? No, but it was just the, the heat was just harsh like it came out it went boom you know not even a, any transition or Concrete. whatever I, you know i got there they were um i was expecting i was uptight yeah. the reason why i was uptight is because even when i go to nigeria it's like you always ready so you never gotta get you just ready. So, on guard. so i was on guard like and until i got to my my hotel was it is that first time in ghana that was my first time oh, okay oh man i didn't even know of course it the amount of money unexpected if it wasn't for my friend, because I now bought my ticket from Ghana to Lagos, uh-huh. I didn't do it. The way I booked my flight, y'all should take tips. Maybe I should even create a blog. Like, I always get great um, deals and flights. So, I booked my ticket from New York to Ghana. That was one way. Yeah. And then Lagos to New York. Yeah. And Wait. all in one. So, it was a multi-city trip that I gotcha. booked with Delta and Air France at the time but it was still I purchased it on Delta's website remember remember when I posted when I bought my ticket for like less than like about a thousand dollars yeah we did the same thing we oh, did yeah? one way from like because we, we went into Ghana first mm-hmm. did we go yeah we went to Ghana first so mm-hmm. we went there one way into Ghana yeah then bought a Air regular piece? huh did you take earpiece no I took what did I take I Iraq no it was uh, Africa World AWA okay Africa World Airline? Yeah, that's okay. what we took. That was about like $110. Yeah. So we bought right. that. Then bought the return ticket from, from New York to Lagos. And everything came up to like 1100 each. Yeah, that, that sound, that's exactly what I did. And not yeah. a lot of people knew know that. It took yeah. a lot of just research and just being patient. And I would say altogether, I spent maybe like 1200 in transportation and flights. Yeah, yeah. You know, all on its own. And I was pretty happy. Airpiece was pretty cool. Um... You would think that this is sponsored, but it's really not. It was did a lot of research. Hey, let me drop a free sponsorship out there, like, right? Because the verbiage. Start getting paid. This is episode two. I be now. <laughs> the verbiage was a bit weird when it came into checking in my bag and whatnot. It, it, I think it said a max of fifty, mm-hmm. but that's fifty. Period. Whether you have two bags or whether you have five bags, whatever, everything, everything has to, to come up to fifty. To 50. And then anything after that was just like ten naira or maybe a hundred naira or something like that. Mm-hmm. After long story short. I didn't have the cash. Shout outs to the Ghanaian airport and the people working for Airpiece because, you know, after a little tugging, they was like, go to the ATM. I was like, nah, I'm not going to the ATM. They was like, do this. I was like, nah, I'm not doing that either. I was trying my cards. Amex wasn't going through. Mm-hmm. Bank of America, I don't think was going through. I think at that time, the banks were like, bro, what's going on with yeah, this like, person? You didn't notify, so you did not notify Their your banks? Cards. Their travel cards. Okay. So, globally... They're supposed to work. No, yes, but you still have to notify your banks that you're traveling so that they, they know send me to a text. alert. You. They sent me a t- they'll send me a text, but my, my service out there was a bit somehow. Yeah, of and course. I didn't listen. I ain't mind it. It was just like, bro, you either take it or not. And I showed them how much um, CDs I had yeah. left, and they was like, you know what? 
just go. Just go. Just go, kind of. But that's that's yeah. Ghana for you, though. <laughs> yeah. But that's Had it been Nigeria. <laughs> Wait, but wait, oh, why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, if it was in Nigeria, that <laughs> so, was happening. So, all right. I, see, I was in Ghana as well, mm-hmm. right? And this is my maybe third time I'm going to Ghana, but this time we're with my girlfriend, which is also Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a different view for me. It was okay. a different experience because her, her brother, he was like dope and he took us everywhere. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure people have heard it or said this many times. Ghana people are really welcoming. Mm. This is the first time mm. I was meeting her brother, mm. right? He lives down there. Yeah. The way he embraced us, the way their friends, his friends embraced us with, like, how they just took us, even from the airport to go eat. The, the people, hospitality. It was different. Mm. It was different. And it was like, okay, I see what people say. And, it, and even though it was not my first time in Ghana, I've only just went for, like, you know, really particular reason. And, yeah. and that's been the focus. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed my time in Ghana. It mm. was it was dope. I did not see anybody get out of their car and scream at anyone. Mm. I did not see any crazy traffic. People really like obeyed like traffic laws as much as they can. They were structure. Do you understand? Yeah. Listen, the downfall buses. I mean, we call it downfall buses in Nigeria, but like the commercial bus mm-hmm. out there, all labeled mm. to the point that they even had the capacity like weight uh, max that you could take. They had the government uh, sticker on them. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking. Mm. Remember, I'm still taking my Ghanaian girlfriend to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And I know it was in Nigeria. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was really embracing myself. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, my time, my time in Ghana was really dope. Uh, it was short. It was too short. But I, I definitely enjoyed every moment of it. Um, everybody talked about the airport, yeah. right? How fly it was, yeah. And I like, even though I liked that, I was like, well, it's, it's not the airport; it's a terminal. It's a terminal. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's, it's a terminal. Yeah. But no, but really, like Ghana is really—they understand that people are traveling uh, more to Africa, mm. um, especially to West Africa, mm-hmm. and Ghana is actually making the moves. Mm. And doing their best to embrace the, especially the black culture, uh, yeah. black people rather, mm-hmm. to, to come in and feel more comfortable. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was Ghana for me. How was uh, Afrochella? Because you got to host Afrochella. Yes. And unfortunately, I, had to, I, I couldn't even be there for that. I know. How was that? Um, How was the whole experience for you? Because that was your Ghana trip. It, it literally was. Um, I'm not even going to lie. It's still a dream for me because. Imagine just going literally across the globe, you know, to do what you love on a stage where thousands of people were going to see me. Yeah. Um, you know, the funny thing is that I wasn't the main host. Okay. But in the end, I ended up being the main host. You it was over. six hosts. Oh, okay. Six. Okay. Um, okay. And the thing is, I was supposed to do pre-show. Okay. And then they had two people, two like main headliner hosts or whatever that had more leverage or there's more out there. Or yeah, whatever. than I was. Yeah. And then there were two people who were doing like the opening, but um, it was kind of strange. I got there early because a friend of mine, DJ Mahogany, she was playing around twelve. She was opening, so I was like, you know, I'll be there, you know, support her, da 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 da, and you know, just get a feel of. Afrochella, you know, the things that they had, yeah. they had so many things to play with, so many engaging activities to yeah. do. The vendors were really dope. 
um, as well. So I was there around whatever time. Either way, I was early. And then, long story short, it's just like the show wasn't taken off just yeah. yet. So the stage manager, um, you know, I went to her and whatever. She was like, no, nah, we got to start. We got to start. We got to start. You know, the people, the host that was supposed to, they were nowhere really to be found. Then there was this other dude on the stage. So once I saw him go on the stage, I was like, you know what? I might as well take charge. To take charge as well. Because um, not... To be honest, my time was like maybe 30 minutes later on. I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. what's 30 minutes? Let me maximize this time. That's what I did. Um, I ended up getting on stage, vibed out um, with him as well. Sorry, I forgot his name. But I vibed out with him. And literally the entire time, I would, I just became the stage manager's right-hand woman. She was a woman as well, but I became her right-hand woman. And what a lot of people don't understand is that when it comes to mega shows like this, yeah. they're so you're not just a host. You, too, become a stage manager. Yeah. And you, you are like an organizer as well because you want to make sure that you know never lose sight or get too carried away that a the next act b if the act that's on especially since it's like pre-show whatever that they don't take up too much of the time because when it comes to the main acts and a lot of people didn't know this but i didn't even know this until later on that dstv was now streaming this live when stone boy came on so imagine if we didn't start on time or whatever which was kind of happening stone boy and all that stuff would have been delayed meanwhile they started broadcasting at 6 p.m sharp you know what I'm trying to say? Anything after that was just like for the birds. Like It just had to continue going. And that's where I just ended up literally hosting. The whole show. I want to say 90% of Afrochella. Wow. 90% of Afrochella. So you came in as a, as a pre-host. I came in as a pre-host. You ended up being a, almost like an assistant to the whole stage management. Yeah. And hosting more like nine about ninety percent of the yeah, whole show. I did. See I this did. is this is what this is why it's so important to not look behind you mm-hmm. when things are not going well, the way you expect. Yeah. Take charge, stepped up and you see how it worked out for you. Mm-hmm. First time in Ghana, first, first time. time at Afrochella. Yeah. And that's the impression they got out of you. Yeah. So next time we going together. Yes we are. You know what I'm saying? Yes we are. What I go to new celebrity Yeah. So so we definitely gonna go. So that's dope, man. Yeah, listen, you know, hopefully this year, the 2019, everything will be, you know, I would be one of the main headliners. You yeah, know, you know what I'm trying to say? Because there's more to hosting than what people think it is. Like, I mean, but you said it though. You, it's, it's. I mean, it's almost it's the same thing as being an MC. And, I, and yeah. to me, you know, you, you call yourself a master of ceremony. Yeah. You are responsible of making sure that things are falling into place because mm-hmm. even though that's not wasn't your initial uh, production or you didn't put it together, yeah, that becomes yours. Yeah, that's because the the pamphlet is mm-hmm. yours, and you keep calling it. If they don't come out, yeah, that reflects on you yeah. how you flow, Absolutely. how you introduce, Absolutely. how you control the crowd. Absolutely. Um. So it's definitely telling. Yeah. So let's. Then after Ghana was what. After Ghana was Nigeria. Yo. My trip in Ghana was really short, you know. It was too short. Too short. You know, you know when you realized it was too short? When you got to Nigeria. Legit. Legit. Because no, I was only there for the weekend. I'm telling you. Listen, I was in Nigeria, right? And mm-hmm. and I'm like, as soon as we got there, I was, I was already waiting. Because for me, mm-hmm. I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm taking someone that has never been to Nigeria before, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that... The same way I felt in mm. Ghana, she could feel this at least maybe fifty percent. Yeah. In Nigeria, mm. um, as soon as we reached uh, the airport, oh, and the, the custom officer asked for our yellow card, that's where everything started. Yellow card in Nigeria. 
Yes, no. I didn't know they. I you didn't wait. Just wait, Toto. You went no everywhere. You didn't you, when you got to Nigeria. They didn't ask for the yellow card. Nah, I don't think so. I just gave him my green passport. It was oh. mainly when I got to Ghana that they yeah. asked for the yellow. So we went to Ivory Coast first, right? Okay. So yellow, and that's why we. Didn't, I forgot my yellow card. Mm-hmm. I, it really just skipped my mind. Mm-hmm. So when we got to the Ivory Coast, we had to get one right there and get the. Uh, I forgot the shot. How much did it cost? Twenty dollars. Bruh. I know. I know. But hey, what can you do? So, whatever. Meanwhile, I paid $300. Yes. For in what? the States. Because imagine, I'm going directly there. Oh. And you can't enter the country. Yeah, but America is a healthcare company. Is a healthcare no, there's company a shortage function. nationwide. Hell, I even called over all the way to Texas. I was like, listen, if I got to use my miles to fly out there, I'll do that and pay like $50. Wow. Nationwide, it was three hundred and something dollars. Oh no, it was twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> so look at me sound a bougie with my with my cheap uh, yellow card. I wish. And because she gave us a shot, I think it was a yellow yeah, fever vaccine. shot, vaccine, whatever. She she gave us a shot. I'm sure I had that shot like three times mm. already in my life. But anyhow, we had to get the card. We got the card. We went to Ivory Coast. We came back. We went to Ghana. Ghana just saw the. They didn't ask for it. Like mm. they didn't open it. They just saw it. Mm. We went through. When we got to Nigeria, we got there, and when we gave the yellow card to the guy, he looked at it, he was like, ah, you just took the shots the other day. I was like, yeah, you know, we're in Abacos, we've been to Ghana. So like, you're supposed to not travel 10 days after you got the shot. What? I said, like, eh? <laughs> I'm like, bro. We were good in Africa. We were good in Ghana. Yeah. What is the problem here in Nigeria? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, maybe those countries didn't know about by the law. So it's like, well, I'm like, so what? So what's next? Because we here. Well, I have the right to send you back on a plane. I'm like, because of what? Because of the car that is there and the shots is there? Yeah, I was like, okay, so send us back. I mean, I really want to go to, I mean, because I don't have any money to give you. Yeah. He's like, but you can make some arrangements. I was like, no, I don't. I don't have any money to give you. So right then and there, bribery started. Hmm. Right at the cost. And this, again, again, my girlfriend looking. Yeah. She's like, why what is he asking for money? Yeah. We got everything we need. Yeah. We go to the customs. You went to the immigration officer. Anything for the boys. He's like, I was like, we just came from Ghana. I don't have any nerve. He's like, we take CDs too. <laughs> Yo. So again, that was just, when it came to like that, and obviously once you go inside the country, I don't want to just speak like, oh, Nigeria was like so yeah, bad. It's yeah. just that, unfortunately, those are the things we're like used to. Mm-hmm. And from somebody's different view is like, why are they asking for money almost everywhere you go? Mm-hmm. And it was it was really just not a good look of good representation of, of Nigeria at that moment. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I have to say is that Nigeria was just a turn. Like, to me, if I really have to like summarize the, the experience, Nigeria is a turn up country. Yeah. If you want to turn up and party and yeah. leave, you go to Nigeria. Mm. If you want like to really relax and enjoy a good beach and really do some tourism stuff mm-hmm. and meet good people, I'm yeah. sorry to say, yes, good welcoming people, uh-huh. Ghana was a spot. Mm. So that, that's 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 really what my comparison. That's interesting. You know why? Why? I actually relaxed in both Ghana and Nigeria. Let me talk about my Nigerian Because you were there for like three weeks. No, but here's the thing. I created comfort. Okay. Here's the thing that was really different from the last time. I didn't stay with anyone. 
this time around. Okay. I stayed by myself. Shout out to Crystal Court Hotel, the most amazing place that I stayed at. Where's that? In Lecky. Okay. Not too far off from Ad well it's right off of Admiralty, next to Forte gas station. You make that left. Okay. Right across the street from Sailors. If you know okay. Sailors. Yeah. So the hospitality, the area was just so quiet mm -hmm. and the hotel itself like even their clientele is not like these other different hotels where yeah. you'd be like you know see what Olushu and everything <laughs> or whatever this one even if there was Olushu there was Olushu with prestige <laughs> with quietness you know Olushu by the way is like prostitutes or whatever but the clientele <laughs> they were professional respectful it yeah. was calm the staff Man, we would just be laughing from morning Wait, to night. Wait, hold on. I saw your I, uh, post. You were sneaking into somebody's room that was trying to set up. Yeah. Was that the same place? Same place. Yo, talk about that real quick. Yes. I thought she was funny as hell. So, even um, there was one night where one of the staff, he wasn't working, but he came in. So he was now cooking. He was just running around. He was like, oh, somebody's proposing tonight. I was like, really? So here's Andy. Shout out to Andy, too. His name is Andy. So we I went in the room. I trouble. <laughs> right? <laughs> went in the room. Andy now had like the rose petals from the doorstep all the way to the bed. And then there was this table in the middle of the room. Candlelit. <laughs> he made jambalaya. Eh? I've never eaten jambalaya. <laughs> it was now in Nigeria that I was eating jambalaya. <laughs> and it was so good. And it was so thoughtful. And I think that all of the staff, and it's not many of them. It's not yeah. like it's... So they were all doing this together. 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 For, for this guest, client, a guest this guest. that's trying to propose to yeah. a girl. My, the wow. guest was actually Andy's friend. But see how much Andy loves that hotel for him to tell him, got it, got come it. to my hotel, hotel and do this. It's the perfect place. And, and everybody running around for you. That's it. Dope, dope. That's it. Yo, shout out to good friends, yes. man. Yes. Good friends, good work environment. Yeah. You know, Crystal Court, I'm not even going to... If you guys are ever in Nigeria, definitely check them out. The pool area. There will even be days that... Literally, they will look at me like this girl. Nobody's visiting her. She's not. I'll go out, but I'll still come back right. at like a reasonable hour. Yeah, kind of just real get your relaxed. That's it. That's it. I will smoke my shisha, yeah. have my drink, my my little speaker, and they would just come to the poolside like, "Ma, is everything okay?" <laughs> They're not used to people being on vacation. They're not just, used to seeing women, really. On their own. Just on their chilling. own, just chilling. And not on some, you know, somebody paying for me or whatever. On your I'm laptop, just, just booking and being busy and that's whatever. That's it. That's it. Interesting, but, interesting. Again, I can't stress it enough. Crystal Court Hotel, guys. In Lake, in Lecky, in Lagos, Nigeria. Check it out. And it was so affordable. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about price. But y'all just go check it out. Y'all see what I mean. Like... You really, you know when people say you get what you pay for? Yeah. I got more than what, what I you pay paid for. for. More than. So, because I, I know you, you're not, we're not, we're not going to spend time go, going up, talking about that. Uh, horrible one? Horrible experience you had that you, you Don't ever off. go to XR Hotel. <laughs> XR, XR, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> But, but uh, did you put um, as much effort in getting. Bigging up? Yeah, Crystal. I, I feel like Crystal Court. I've wrote, I've wrote a, written a review, but I have footage, you know, that... To actually show to the actually show. Kind of like the one I saw, obviously. Yeah, like, because my word, I feel like even my gratitude, even me speaking about it right now, I'm just so grateful. 
grateful by the customer service they provided Dope. grateful by the experience they provided as well so that that's actually refreshing to hear yeah because most of the time when you go to nigeria people complain about there's no customer service mm -hmm. there's no accountability there's this and that mm -hmm. so that takes me to the next topic yeah like how are we looking forward to getting this almost like this version of nigeria you've described from this hotel mm. how can we now make sure that I mean, I don't know if we can do anything, mm -hmm. but the election is coming up. Mm, that's true. The election is coming up in Nigeria, mm. and it's a very, very important one because you have some younger and intelligent people yeah. running. Yeah. You know, how can we now, or, or who do you even think should we go into, should we be like elected for this election? Who do you think has a better agenda? Who do you think will be giving us a Nigeria that will have good customer service across the board. Mm. Like, I know we don't... We, first of all, let me just put it out there. I don't know much yeah. about Nigerian election, but it is happening and it's very, very important and we just really just want to touch on that. Yeah. Um, I would say for the Nigerian election, this is a very, very important one. Um, for those of you that know me, they call me like the... Nigeria's ambassador <laughs> because listen, I bleed green. I literally do. Um, so what do I bleed? Purple? <laughs> I believe green too. Sometimes blue, but mostly green. Whatever. But I want to say this time um, that I was in Nigeria for the... I, I wasn't... Clearly, I'm here right now. The lead up to the elections, you can... It was intense. Even when I left here, no names, but they even um, called me to do like some things for them here because a lot of candidates came here for... Um, What's, what do they call it again? Like a rally or something? Rallies. Campaigning. Campaign. They came here to campaign. And it was actually two major parties that contacted me on, in the same week. Two different days. So comes came to the U.S. to, to campaign. Yeah. And yep. spe most specifically to New York. Because let's be let's be honest. We, there are a lot of Nigerians. Yeah, but here. that's my problem though. Why? Mm -hmm. Like we are... Okay, the Nigerians that are here are not going to be in Nigeria to vote. True. Why is your However, money and effort going towards campaigning to Nigerians in America? No, but the Nigerians in America, they, they don't pay for their campaigns here. Okay. The campaigns that happen here are put on by Nigerians that support them. Them so the people Nigeria. that Yeah, so the people that contacted me were part of their political parties that were based here. here. Yeah, so that was just. But I just way. have to say though, mm -hmm. that's but we are, we are, my this is my thing. I just feel like that's one of those backwards things that we do as Nigerians, mm -hmm. um, where we, uh, where we, uh, you know, we do spend more time worrying about what's happening in the next country than internally. Than internally, yes, yes. If they have supporters here, I get that. Mm -hmm. Would the would that impact some kind of like political? Um, you know, campaigning for them to, you know, then increase the vote. Yes. Mm. But, you know. It's not priority. It's not priority. And yeah. come on, how many times have you heard another country or another elect uh, uh, candidate going to another country to campaign for, for the people of this... See, yeah, I'm, I'm I, get, I, get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There's no need to to export when you're trying to import or import rather. Yeah, I get, to, uh, import, import import your your votes. Yeah, I don't get it. I get but it. But who's I mean? So who's running for president? Um, we have Atiku. Yeah, we have Mr. Buari. First of all, 
Bari, is it is it be you? Eche, but Bari, he just needs to. He he's he's sick. We know he's sick. Not in the head. Not in the head. He's physically sick. I think we yeah. can see it. He, he he doesn't represent the country well when mm-hmm. it comes to public platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, his agendas are slow. I don't know much about that, but mm-hmm. I know it took a year mm-hmm. for the budget to even be signed. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if the budget has been signed. That's it. But okay, so we have Buari. We have uh, who else? We have Fela. Fela Durotoye. Durotoye. That's the. I think he's. What is he into? Is it construction? Yes. Listen, this is my first time. He's a rich guy. Him. He's he's married to the house of um, is it Tara, lady. This is my first time hearing it. Oh yeah, and you also have um. Kingsley. I don't know what that is. M- Mukailu. It sounds like he's from up north, and then. <laughs> We have Mr. Omoyele. Omoyele. <laughs> sure. So it, it sounds like that's the person you're trying to support or something. Why are you stretching his lane? Because that's Augusta right now. <laughs> and let me tell you about this guy. I, of course, I've seen him uh, locally because he was based in New York. Yeah. But there was one moment in particular I was in Nigeria. Okay. Where there was a protest that I went to by the stadium in Surulere. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I'm doing like interviews, blah, 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 we're ready to. Here comes this army, not literally, but an army full of people, people. And banging on the drums and, da, 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 and singing. Buari, da, 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 da. And I was just like, who is this? They was like, Papa Sarah Neil. I was like, no, he didn't. So from that moment, I was like now researching and he. Like was an activist from Jump Street. From I was just very surprised to see him yeah, on I, ground. Yeah, I think and I think that's what it was. He was he's I think he used to be a professor one um, um, in Nigeria. Okay, and being a known activist, like really like grassroots kind of thing, mm. which what is what led to Sarah reporting. Mm. Um, and I think because of just you know I don't know how he came to America, but. I, his time here mm. is how I learned about the the platform, and they were doing a lot yeah. in terms of like bridging the gap of what's happening back home, yeah. especially to to people back here in the states. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So to my surprise, I mean, I wasn't too surprised that he when I saw him running just because he's just been that political mm. person. Uh. But you know, you you get scared like, yo, Nigeria with all the guns, Atiku. Mm. Yeah. This is a, you know all the money, all the guns. Like, how is it going to survive? Got power. Atiku has power. Let me tell you why. Uh, a friend posted something about Showare. Okay. You know, his support and whatnot. Atiku people now called the person and said, name your price. To what? Bring down that post. Damn. And promote Atiku. So yeah. if you have... And, and the person based here... No, wow. actually the person not based here. The person is, is, in, is based in Nigeria. In Nigeria, okay. Was just like name your price kind of thing. One of these bloggers, you know, no names, but he's one of the prominent bloggers out there on on Instagram and whatever. Like okay. when he posts stuff, this and that, people listen, kind of thing. It was like name your price. Is it is it today or not? Nope, no names. Okay, no. I'm just gonna guess it's today or not. <laughs> but I'm listening. But yeah, like listen. Um, overall, like just looking at everyone, um, I think that. The people that are really on our airwaves right mm-hmm. now, whether you're in Nigeria, whether you're in uh, in America, or that diaspora period, is Atiku, Buhari, and Shore are the three people that I think that have strong um, 
I just Does, on the on the role for presidency. Okay. You know, not who is better than who, whatever. So that, like the, 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 these are the top candidates. These coming are the top up. candidates coming up. Um, it's going to be very interesting because Atiku has been in the game. He's an OG, and people respect him. Yeah. Right. People for Buhari, more so the vintage, and they just don't want to let things but go. How, Same thing for Atiku. But they, wait, but how come like all these old heads are coming back? Like he was, he's been the VP. For, for like yes. long time ago, yes. Coming back and trying to be in a position, even 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 uh, Buari, because I didn't understand what how come Buari was able to be president again mm-hmm. when he was the president before. But mm-hmm. it, they were explaining to me because it was a it was a military uh, position back then. So he now he's like he could it could be a president because now he's he ran as a civilian. Mm. He's about to go for a second term mm. within the civilian post, meaning he he wants to now run. For three different terms, oh, and I it's like, why are we, you know, like why are we allowing these old heads to come back? Because Nigeria has not been different; it has not changed. We are not yeah. seeing movement in anything. I'm not, I'm not particularly expecting change to happen like right now. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, we not, we are still singing the same song. Yeah. When it comes to government and government responsibility and how they trigger that into states mm-hmm. and, 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 and obviously, obviously locally, like we're, I personally, from what I hear, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like I read all the Nigerians, yeah. nothing is changing. We need new vision. We need new people. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he doesn't do like, I mean, I obviously I want him to do something. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't care because mm-hmm. I just need somebody Fresh. That's saying something new yeah. and fresh into the, into the spot. You know, with that being said, I think we should even play this this clip that I um was forwarded on <laughs> on WhatsApp. You know, that's where you get the latest news. I feel like WhatsApp <laughs> is the latest news. Um, Especially if you have those mom and dad is always forwarding you everything you, they got. I'm telling you. But there's this woman. Um, maybe we could play it for the viewers. And she <laughs> she was expressing her, you know. She was expressing her her views on her experience in Nigeria. Let's have a listen. So hello guys out there. You know, I'm a let me just real keep it real short and simple. You know, I'm from the USA. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. You know, I'm a black female. And I just visit uh, Nigeria, Lagos, 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 Nigeria. I went to a few places in Nigeria. I really enjoyed it. But one thing, can, if you don't mind me speaking, you know, I just want to speak what's on my heart. It's fucked up, that airport. <laughs> Mutala, Muhammad, Muhammad, Mutala, whatever the fuck his name, name is. It's fucked up out there. I love my Nigerian music. I love my background. But, you know, I'm trying to get in touch with Africa. And coming to the motherfucking motherland, this bullshit, this motherfucking <laughs> airport. How does represent us? When I go to motherfucking Italy, because I travel Italy, go everywhere, uh, Jamaica, go all over this motherfucking world. Then I finally get to motherfucking Africa, the motherland. Like, oh my God. I'm at home. This the motherfucking God of the motherland. This bullshit ass airport. The motherfucking machines don't work. Damn. My luggage got lost. Yeah, mine, the fuck is taking over this shit? So I was doing a little research and shit about these motherfucking political parties. Now, I ain't in political. I ain't no motherfucker who know political science and all that shit or know about, you know, 
uh, your government, all this shit. I'm not into that. But I, what I could say is, I know who y'all, who shouldn't be over that bullshit. This little motherfucking, uh, what I was telling you, Moses, um, PDP. That motherfuckers, the ones who used, they sent the video, the motherfuckers fell off the video. How the fuck y'all gonna rule a nation and y'all can't even build a podium? Anyway, one the one I was researching about is uh, what the fuck was his name? Sawari, 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 the AAC. I like that party now. Y'all need to get up. They talking real good shit. They talking real good shit. Uh, about Nigeria, and I'm American, I'm a black American, I don't know how y'all do shit there, but I know somebody need, this money needs to be in the motherfucking hands of a responsible party, mm. okay, I guess that I'm in a motherfucking hotel in, what's that, Lake A, Lake A, Lake and shit, Lake A, they're calling you, fucking lights went off, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, the motherfucking lights went off, I'm not used to that shit, I'm in America, we got lights burning all the fucking time, where is y'all fucking lights, Nigeria, the motherfucking lights went off, I'm like, what the fuck is this, the end of the world, I done came all the way to motherfucking uh, Nigeria. That's some bullshit. Hmm. Some uh, bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause that. Let's roll that back real quick. Pause that. Let's roll that back. You heard somebody in the background? I heard somebody in the background. Hold on. Damn, I wish I had, we, we could like enhance that background. I done came all the way to motherfucking uh, Nigeria. That's some bullshit. Did somebody just coach her? Yeah, somebody say she should say this some AD uh, a- a- APC and PDP bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Do we finish this audio? Hold on, let's finish it out. Hold on. Oh, guys, where the fucking lights at? Goddamn, the lights, the lights is on the timer. Oh hell no, nah. I almost motherfucking fainted when I got there. And the motherfucking lights went off. The motherfucking airport fucked up. The lights that went off. Y'all need a better party. It's fucked up. Y'all ain't representing the motherland at all. Get that shit together. There it goes again. AAC, turn that shit out. Sorry. So, President, take that shit back. Okay? Take it back. I, like I said, I'm American, but I know that shit was fucked up in Nigeria. All right, cut, y'all. cut the, cut the. So, <laughs> wait, okay, oh, so. Boy. Damn. <clears throat> There's a lot I could agree to. Mm-hmm. Um, but my problem is when she started talking, mm-hmm. and she said, I'm speaking from the heart, mm-hmm. and like almost. Two minutes into the conversation, um, her whatever, uh, her comments or statements, you start hearing like a voice in the background talk about you should say the ADP did. <laughs> nah, that wasn't until later. Oh yeah, two minutes. You're right. But what? When uh, I heard that, all right. Yes, granted, you and I both agree that you know what she was saying is not completely uh, false. There are this truth. Um, to what she was saying. However, where I now have a problem, she had me at first. Yeah. I was just like, dang, what an experience for this woman or whatever the case may be. Not a good look. Not a good look. 
But then the moment that I started to hear that person in the background, automatically now we're back to square one on a, a political party using the, someone from the diaspora or with the tonations of someone from the diaspora yes. to now do this story in order to create this vision that this person is great and and um, the ideal candidate for presidency or should be trusted. It's, it's pure propaganda. True, but now you don't have my trust. Yeah, for the simple fact that 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 wasn't okay. Whether they whether it's true or not, that recording because it is circulating. It yeah, is, it is. Circulating I mean, you say you got it on WhatsApp, yeah. and it sounded like at the end of the day, she was really trying to make a case for uh, Omoyele. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the last time again? Sure. Sorry. So he was trying to make. She sounded like he was making a case for him, mm-hmm. and now we know he has American back uh, at least. Base in terms of he was here yeah. or lived here for a while. Yeah. So it's very hard for me to now start. I'm thinking as we as we heard that mm. whether or not he was even part of this. Exactly. But you know what? Recorded that. Recorded that. Why? See, that's 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 Nigerian politics. It's politics. Period. Let's just mm. be honest. It's politics. Period. Yeah. It's unfortunate that we thought this was just something interesting to play mm-hmm. while playing it you hear someone coaching her in the background in the background because even if you really de- decipher it now that i'm now thinking back to it yeah even if you decipher everything that she was saying she talking about lake lake come on now you went to like you my dear no but the, <laughs> she she has some type of background lake then that regular american ain't gonna be like lake they're gonna be like yo like hey, Leaky. They're gonna try Leaky. to pronounce it the English way. Yeah, the English way, not no Leaky. No, no, no Leaky. Leaky is different from Leaky. But you know what? But I, but guess what though? Is is this different from um, all these other musicians mm. um, making music? Yeah. Um, in support of the of political party, because one, there's two phases to that. Mm. We have we've seen in, in Nigerian pop culture right now. To embracing and really using their platform to encourage people to vote, yeah. to get out there, talk about this change. We even have Bank of W running for office. Shout out to Bank. Yeah, you have Mr. Jalof, which is another like social media uh, guy out there running for office in his hometown, okay. Wari. So then you have this artist like David O and and, and even Files the Files, yo, yes. Files album. If you've not heard the album, yes, you this need is to go, Nigeria. Yo, you know, like if you need to go get that. He's just speaking a lot of knowledge and really giving us giving us back some consciousness mm. into into the reality of what Niger is going through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, would we? Can you say if that's almost the same thing? Like, this artist, these are like artists like public figures mm. they're taking their time to to make music to say go and support this particular office yeah no, can we convert that to that, to that they, recording i don't think they're really putting at least from my vision <clears throat> i don't think that there's artists that are tagging themselves to specific political parties i think i might be wrong but what i see as a whole is that they're they want someone who's going to do the right thing yes that's it and they don't believe in all these older people they, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Davido just said it yesterday on his um interview with Channel Four in London. You know, shout out to Davido for also selling out the O2. But oh, yeah. he said Bigger all problems. these old people and um these elders rather before somebody's dad. No, come on, flug me one time. <laughs> was like they should not come down. Leave room for for the young young ones to come on. Yeah. yeah. Change this country around. The only way, to be honest with you, Shay, the only way that this country, this nation, this 
uh, the giant of Africa can really be the giant of Africa mm-hmm. is if there is a wash of the old mentality of the old mentality of the old parties and they make room for new innovative minds. you know what you know what it is so like I'm let's be realistic because mm-hmm. I'm always I always play the devil advocate here at least I try to mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard because there's a lot, there's the Godfathers are there unless yeah. they're dead. Yeah. The money is there. The money. Not only that, you're not you're not thinking about the different pockets and the mm. different people in different, whether small to medium positions, mm. that because of the party or because of the person and president mm. that they're getting, mm. and those are the people spending their time and money trying to influence the election mm. and push who, who, who they want in the office because. At the end of the day, it's about the bottom dollar and what was in it for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Notice how you said dollar, not naira. That's a damn shame. But because even even naira is dollar. <laughs> have you have you been to Nigerian market? They say uh, dollar is high because tomato is a. Uh, it's true. Yeah, I, want, I mean, like you want to buy tomato in Nigerian market? Yeah. They'll tell you it's expensive because dollar, dollar is high. Is high. And you're like, what does, what does it have, have to do, to do with, with that? Anything? So you cannot uh, blame me. Yeah, no. But no, but like, so it it's it's gonna be difficult, obviously. But even if, if if the new even if the common parties right, mm-hmm. um, the PDP and the ACP whatever they call themselves, are smart enough, mm-hmm. they will start raising those new people. Mm. Listen, there's Mental one. Shit. Listen, listen. We're not asking for everything to just scrap. Like yeah. we know change is gonna take time. Yeah. At least mm. look look at Lagos for instance. Yeah. Damn, his name just skipped my mind. The the the, the current government uh, uh, governor that's there, as he's gonna he's gonna. Ambody. Um, Ambody, thank you. He did a lot, mm-hmm. and I I'm saying that because I just while I was in Nigeria. Let's make sure that it's Ambody. <laughs> no, it's Ambody. He's funny. Yo, look at these like, Nigerian Americans. No, but he did a lot. Yeah. Fixed the roads. Like me just being in Nigeria at that time, like mm-hmm. I knew I saw how much difference he made just from like infrastructure wise. Yeah. Same party, mm-hmm. right? This same party are not saying together, oh, let's bring in somebody new. We could support that because mm-hmm. we know that at least they are doing something. Because coming back going back to Tinubu and Fashola, mm-hmm. like you might not know those names, but these are like ex president. It was mm-hmm. it was Fashola, then Ambode, and yeah. now somebody new. They've yeah. been making things happen. Yeah. If we could have the same trend, at least start just start that with the president. Yeah. Ambode's doing so he I think he's doing something. Of course. He's doing amazing. And I'm sure he's still collecting got, his money. He is. They just had the marathon. Is it today? Yeah, I believe the Lagos Marathon. Yeah, there wasn't there was no other governor that thought about having it, but now Lagos Marathon is a big deal, and a person walks away. I think with like ten grand or yeah, something. Yeah, and I remember I remember when when they started that they had all these promotional mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of media and this and that. Mm-hmm. But that's the point. Like the same parties, yes, they're old. Yes, they're 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 the one that's been really effing things up in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. They could still at least they understand and hear the people mm-hmm. and understand what we want. And at least start to start implement, uh, start to implement that with the type of candidate that oh, we deserve. Absolutely. You know, uh, but wait, sorry, what's up? I just looked at it. The Lagos Marathon, the first winner, yeah. fifty thousand dollars. See, you see why I said second. Everything the in the top ten in Nigeria. W- wins money. Top the second, 40, third, 30. 
and so on and so forth. Fifth, fifth, even the fifth position wins fifteen grand. You, you're gonna, I'm bet you all those Kenya people are coming yeah, to Nigeria the, yeah. to run. Now the Kenyans, um, I'm pretty sure was one I can tell you. But anyway, like. Even if you came in ten, you still go home with two thousand. But all, you know what's so funny? It's not about like oh, what, which country or who wins. It's about being able to create mm-hmm. um, events like that to promote culture, yeah. to promote your state. That's really what those things are about. Because at the end of the day, people coming in to watch the marathon, mm-hmm. to stay in hotels, to buy the food, that's bringing money back more than fifty thousand yeah. dollars into the economy. Yeah, and that's that's what it's about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we definitely. Had a uh, a lot to say with <laughs> with Listen. little to with, with little knowledge, but it, the point is, if you are Nigerian, if you're knowing Nigerian that is in Nigeria mm-hmm. that can vote, please go out there to vote. That's when right. is the election again? It is the sixteenth of February. Uh, That's in like, like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. So we, you know, we definitely hope this also goes out there because we want people to really start to really. Think about themselves and what they want Nigerians to be. Yeah. And just go out there to vote. You know what? Even if somebody like Buari uh, like makes it to office, mm-hmm. but we have a record number of new votes, mm-hmm. I'm still going to appreciate that. Yeah. Because I know that at least, okay, maybe next year mm-hmm. we're in a better place. Mm-hmm. More people are more aware. Mm-hmm. Something just have to change. Um, and and, and let's, let's, uh, let's just try to be part of that change the most smallest way. That's um, it. We can be. That's it. But yeah. Um, so, Lala, any word of the day? Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, to be honest, um, I totally agree with you. I pray, truly, truly pray, even though we've been praying for all these centuries. Nigeria has no how to play. We need action, people. Yeah, all the, you know. I pray that your actions are implemented. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, truly um, believe that this year is going to be the year of change. You know, this year also marks the 400, 400th year, um, you know, of slaves leaving the motherland the and whatnot. Of the year of the... the year of return. Yep. So I do pray that in this year of 2019, the year of return, that Nigeria will return back to the people yeah. that truly deserve... Slowly a, but a, surely. A, yeah, for, for real. real. A better government, a better lifestyle... Um, I pray that those that are interested in coming back to the nation of even of Nigeria and Ghana, we're all still working on a better tomorrow. And if you guys don't come home or, and if we're not active um, citizens as well, no matter where we are acting as global citizens, yeah. but Nigerian ambassadors, yeah. change will not happen. Eventually it will. So this year, 2019, I am um, firmly believing that we will all play a part in making this world, this nation in particular, our nation's a better place. Yeah, let's, you know, let's start creating our own story. And I think we've heard this so many times. Yeah. Let's change our story. Like, Changing the narrative. You know, let, we, we, it's Nigerians that can help Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Let's really just be honest with that. Not the so go out there, call your cousins. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> call your cousins. Call your father. Anybody you know, your old classmates, tell them to vote. Uh, tell them, you know, tell them to be part of the change, and uh, we look forward to, to the results. And maybe we we'll have more to talk about after that. That's it. All right. All right, guys. You know, thank you for listening to yet another episode of How Far Podcast. You guys can follow us on all social medias at at How Far Pod. 
um, even if you want to email us or you want to raise any questions or concerns or even want to be a guest on our show why not yeah. um, just come and talk to us and what's the email it is how far uh-huh. podcast uh-huh. at gmail.com uh-huh. thank you until next time bye